Get out of your comfort zone, they say. Your dreams lie beyond your comfort zone, you're told. (laughs) Well, that's all well and good, right? But how? How do you push outside of your comfort zone? Is it really necessary? What happens when you do? I think there are three truths about your comfort zone that don't get talked about enough. I want to tell you about them so that you can bust on through to the other side and start reaping the rewards. Today, we are truly removing the limits. Let's get to it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Cory Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's your host, Cory Javid here. How are you doing? So have you had a good Easter weekend? Did you have a nice Easter break with the kids if you were off? I hope so. We are together here for this, the 30th episode of the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm very excited and I am just so blooming grateful for you for listening. I love making this show and I love hearing from you ladies about how you've taken what I've been teaching and putting it into action, how you're feeling inspired and empowered and best of all, when you're feeling limitless. I love it. You ladies rock. So it's been quite busy over here in the Javid family of late. We've had quite a lot of time off. The weather has been astoundingly good for the UK at this time of year. It's been beautiful. So we've had lots of time at the beach. We've been making lots of travel plans and it's just been really fun around here. We've had birthday celebrations for my daughter's birthday. And I've just been very much enjoying the fact that I have a flexible business that allows me to take down time without everything grinding to a halt, which is in part because of the way I've set up my business and in part because of my amazing VAs. Love you three. (laughs) So just having a super great time over here, feeling all the good feels, all the good vibes. Now, you've probably heard it said before that you need to get out of your comfort zone to achieve things, right? This is things that we hear. You've probably even seen some kind of inspirational quote on Instagram or Facebook telling you that your dreams are waiting for you on the other side of your comfort zone. But here's the thing. I know that getting out of your comfort zone is easier said than done, is it not? (laughs) Because it is, well, by its very nature, uncomfortable. (laughs) It's easy to hear all this motivational advice about getting out there and pushing your limits and to think, yes, I need to do that. But then feeling afraid and losing momentum and not actually going for it. And then feel kind of annoyed at yourself that you haven't gone outside your comfort zone, but staying a little bit stuck there. And here's the other thing. As a success coach, it's actually my job to support my private coaching clients in stepping out of their comfort zone. And that's one of my favorite parts of what I do. (laughs) Although now I've just said that, 
I suspect I've said that before about other aspects of what I do. It's pretty much all my favorite. <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring it to you today, a little taster, a sous-son, if you will, of this topic, which is the truth about your comfort zone and how I would support you if you were one of my private coaching clients. Because I see a lot of people talking about how you need to get out of your comfort zone. Maybe you've seen them too. (laughs) But I don't see that many people, unless maybe I'm not looking in the right places, talking about the truth, at least the truth in the way that I see it, about your comfort zone and why you need to get out of it, why it feels uncomfortable, but also how you can really get out there. And not just kind of the vague high-level inspiring stuff, some actual practical actions that you can take. You know I'm about giving you the practical advice. Well, that is going to be true of today as well. So your business bestie, Corrie here, she's got you covered. Did I just refer to myself in the third person? Somebody please shoot me. (laughs) Before we dive straight into this, and I forget, I am still taking some discovery call bookings. So if you're ready for some one-to-one support because you need to get out of your comfort zone and you want to experience the success that actually is waiting on the other side, um, whatever that success looks like to you, but to hazard a guess, I'm going to go for financial freedom, maybe, yes, time freedom, sound good too, basically all the freedoms, Uh, maybe also a sense of fulfillment, that would be good too, wouldn't it, and making an impact. If any of those are the things that you're interested in creating for yourself and you would love some support in making that happen, then check out corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. You can learn how I help my private coaching clients and if it sounds like the right thing for you, you can book a free call and we can chat about whether or not we would be a good fit in working together. Okay, so let's talk about that comfort zone of yours, shall we? You're in it right now, most likely. Maybe even in a onesie. Is that just me? <laughs> I'm in mine. Comfort zone, I mean, not onesie. I'm not actually in my unicorn onesie today. Has been known to happen though. But that's okay if we're in our comfort zones. You knew you were there, right? But maybe you're feeling kind of stagnant. Mm, yeah, that can happen. Maybe you're feeling like you've plateaued in your business. Maybe you would actually love even the idea of plateauing because you're struggling to even get started. You're stumbling at the first hurdle. Maybe you've hit an income ceiling. Maybe you're feeling super busy and overwhelmed. And so the very suggestion of getting out of your comfort zone when you're not feeling especially comfortable makes you feel like you want to poke somebody in the eyes or it's like a step too far. I get it. I honestly get it. But here's what I know to be true. In fact, here are the three things that I know to be true, the three truths about your comfort zone. Number one, you most likely already know what you need to do but you're avoiding it because it's outside of your comfort zone. Number two, truth number two, the discomfort is actually almost always fleeting, almost always very short-lived. That's not something that gets talked about enough. And number three, when you push outside of your comfort zone and you do the thing that you know is required to get to the next thing that you want, so whether that's busting through that plateau or moving through that feeling of being stagnant, whether that is actually getting started, launching your business, whether that is busting through that income ceiling and going to the next income earning level. Maybe that is finally ditching that feeling of busyness and overwhelm and getting back that time freedom. Whatever the thing is that you're struggling with, 
embedding that you know, like I said, truth number one, you know what you need to do. Probably you do. Come on, be honest, but you're avoiding it. Number two, the truth, like I just said, is that actually the discomfort that you think is going to be there will actually be a lot shorter lived than you're probably anticipating. And number three is when you push outside of that comfort zone, do this thing that you know is probably required. And when I say required, you know, it's when it's the the smart long-term choice, the choice that does make sense when you look at your business in six months or a year from now, you'll know that this thing was one of the things you needed to do but you know that there's going to be some short-term discomfort. So it's making that choice, that smart choice of long-term gain over short-term discomfort, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. That, that, my friend, is when the magic happens. And taking that step out there, in my experience, always pays big dividends. So those are the three truths. One, you already know what you actually need to do, most likely. Number two, the discomfort is short-lived. And number three, when you push through it, you get to the other side, you get all kinds of benefits, not just always the one thing you thought. There's pretty much always a myriad of other things. So let's talk about this first point for a second. I feel like... I'm going to get, we will already. I feel like your soul knows, your intuition knows what it is that you need to be doing next. So we always feel like we have to have planned out all of the steps between where we are now and where we want to be. So an example I'm going to give you is that that going after that 10K a month. I know a lot of you are working towards that or have that goal in your mind. Um, or maybe it's for you, it's 1K a month just to getting started or 5K, whatever it is for you. It's very easy for us to feel like we have to have everything figured out, all of the steps between here and there. And then it feels daunting because maybe we don't know what all the steps are or maybe they feel like overwhelming and too many of them. But actually, I would argue that a lot of the time there'll be kind of one key thing that you could really be doing that's maybe your next step or a big significant step. Your soul kind of knows, your intuition, your gut instinct has already told you what that thing is, but you're actually ignoring it or you're trying to squash it down because you're afraid because that thing exists outside of your comfort zone. I don't care what your reason, I'm using air quotes here, (laughs) is for not doing that thing. But really the reason is it boils down to fear. So let's talk about some of the things that, you know, your soul might know you should be doing. It could be sending an email to somebody and it feels a bit intimidating. Picking up the phone and speaking to somebody who's got some really great connections, that could help you. It could be, you know, you need to start getting your message out there and stop hiding behind your brand. It could be, you know, you need to start doing Facebook lives, but they put the fear of dread in you, but you know it's going to be really great for your business. It could be launching a particular service or product. You feel really strongly about it, but It's something new. You're telling yourself maybe you shouldn't, maybe you can't, and it's outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's investing in yourself and in your business. I know that that can really be outside of a lot of people's comfort zones, but oftentimes you know that that's going to be the thing that can propel you forward. Maybe it's getting that coach or mentor. Maybe it's hiring that person to do that thing that would free you up to stay in your zone of genius. It doesn't really matter what action we're talking about here that you need to take. 
If it's something that you know it's there, your soul knows and you're not doing it, it's because it's outside of your comfort zone, right? And that's okay because, hey, we all have a comfort zone. So we all have things that are on the other side of it. But just be real with yourself about the fact that you do know what you need to be doing and that you're putting it off and you're coming up with all these reasons, quote unquote, because you're afraid. Just be real about that with yourself. That would be a big favor that you could do yourself. And there's always fear underneath that. Now, maybe sometimes that fear is a big and scary fear, like um, I don't want to speak on stage because I'm afraid that I will completely clam up and the audience will all laugh at me and then I'll wet myself. (laughs) Yep, I went there. I took it to the extreme. So that's quite a big and scary fear. So you can understand why your brain might come up with all sorts of other reasons why you shouldn't go outside of your comfort zone if that's the thing that it's telling you. But sometimes we're literally just afraid of feeling uncomfortable and we don't even realize that that's the thing that we're afraid of so that's why it's important to look at your fear because sometimes you're like oh is that is that it it's just i was feared of uh, i was afraid of just being slightly uncomfortable well maybe i can actually deal with that slight moment of feeling discomfort and actually it's not the end of the world and fear is actually natural as well so it's unrealistic for us to bring instantly everything into our comfort zone and say, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Because fear is a biological response. It's there to protect us. And it's okay that we feel afraid at sometimes. But your fear isn't you. So that's the thing to understand. And you can decide to make your choices and decide what actions you take based on that fear. Or you can recognize the fear, acknowledge it, and do whatever actually serves you and your business interests best instead. And the thing is, is our brain is just conditioned to crave familiarity. So often our brain is trying to block us from taking actions, from doing things that are going to be the things that propel us to that next level in our business because it feels unfamiliar for us because we don't know what that next level or that particular action entails. We don't know what it's going to be like. So our brain thinks that where we are now is much more comfortable and it wants that familiarity. So that's just what's happening there. So when you know that, then you can recognize it and you can make a more empowered decision instead of a decision based on fear. Is this making sense? Good, I see you nodding. I want to tell you a story about one of my private coaching clients. She came to me with the beginnings of a business. She had some branding done, a website. She'd been blogging actually for a while and slowly growing an online presence. But she was feeling kind of stuck. She wanted to grow her online membership site, but she'd been struggling to get people to sign up to it. And so her and I worked together on narrowing down her niche because that needed some work, getting clear on her brand positioning, all that good stuff. But I identified that the thing that was really missing from her brand was actually her. (laughs) See, she was hiding behind this brand that she had paid somebody else to create. Whereas I knew that she had so much value she could give. This woman has like incredible skills and experience to share. And I knew that her story and just her and her personality would really connect with her ideal clients. But she was really afraid. She was really afraid of being the face and front of her brand. And so stepping out from behind this kind of constructed brand identity and putting herself at the forefront of her brand was really uncomfortable, definitely outside of her comfort zone. 
So together, we shined a light on what was actually lurking underneath the surface there. What was the cause of the discomfort? So despite the fact that she'd left the corporate space years previously and had lots of business success in other areas, she still deep down feared what her ex-colleagues would think. And that was something I could really relate to. I've shared before on the show, my experience there, that was something that kept me stuck in the early days is this fear of judgment from my ex-colleagues, which is ridiculous, right? As if they're all just sitting around watching my stuff and laughing and saying disparaging things about me. Like, how ridiculous is that? But it's, you know, we all have these irrational fears within us and they hold us back and they make things exist outside of our comfort zone. So I got this client to list out all of her fears and then when you do that, that can be really empowering to actually get them all out on paper, get them out in the open. It's something that I've talked about before. I say like, look them square in the eyes because otherwise those fears are there. If something is outside of your comfort zone, there is a fear there. There's at least one fear there making it feel uncomfortable to you, the thought of doing whatever that thing is. So if you can get your fears on paper and just look at them, then you can do a few different things with those fears. So you can examine them, see if there's any common themes that have been consistent with other mindset issues, maybe that have come up for you before, in which case you'll know kind of the work that you need to be doing to work on that recurring theme. Many of them can just be reframed into something more positive. And as beliefs, fears are based on beliefs and beliefs are just a thought that you keep thinking, we get to change our thoughts. We get to take control over what passes through our brain space. And so we can reframe many of those fears and say, actually, that's really unrealistic, that one fear that would actually now I've even written it down. It feels ridiculous. I don't even believe that anymore. And then for some fears, they feel really quite valid. And in which case, there are things that you can be doing to mitigate those fears. So that's what this client and I did. So we went through her list of fears. So one was that her colleagues would be um, judging her. And so we talked about that. We talked about how realistic that might be. We talked about the worst case scenario, which can actually be quite empowering to do, to allow ourselves to go there and say, okay, well, then what would happen? And really, what would that mean for you and for your business? And really, would that be the end of the world? And what would be the impact? And then we reframed many of them too, to come up with more positive and empowering beliefs for her to then reprogram into her subconscious. Um, And how do we do that? We do that with the um, guided manifestation meditation template. If you don't have one of those already, you can totally go and steal mine and create your own to reprogram your mindset so that you have more empowering beliefs about whatever the thing is that you want to be doing. So if you go over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop, you'll be able to find the, I think it's manifest like a mother guided manifestation meditation template plate there. Anyway, so one of the things that she needed to be doing or wanted to be doing, I should say, in order to get herself out there as the face of her brand and really be sharing her story and her expertise to build up that all important no like and trust factor. You and I have definitely heard about a million times. It's said often because it's true. This is the thing that makes com- people feel comfortable to buy from us, right? So sh- she wanted to harness the power of Facebook Lives. So we said, okay, you're afraid that one of the things she was afraid of was that she just wouldn't know what to say on a Facebook Live. 
well, that's okay, I said, because you can have an outline and we can do some practice runs. And so it's about finding ways to make steps towards the thing that you want to be doing in a supported manner, if if possible, that help you to move closer to the thing that is outside of your comfort zone. So with her, this was Facebook Lives. And so what we did is we actually created a test group inside of Facebook. So there was nobody in it except for her and I. And that meant that she got to have a play around with the functionality. She didn't have to worry about, oh, her lighting and her sound and which button to click and where to put the title. All of those things can feel a little bit overwhelming or make you feel flustered if you're already feeling a bit nervous. So so we created a test group. She could go in and have a mess around until all those things felt totally natural. And then I got her to just do a couple of Facebook lives. I said, just do and I'm not even going to watch it. Just do it and then just delete it just so you've done one. And she soon realized that actually it wasn't as scary as she realized. So she knew that she needed to be getting out in front of her brand. She knew that she'd been hiding. So even though I shined the light on it for her, she knew that to be true. So that was what her soul already knew, which is my truth number one about your comfort zone. Your soul already knows what you need to be doing. But she kind of just needed me to point that out for her and give her that encouragement and call her out on the fact that she'd been staying stuck on that point. And then the second thing was the discomfort was very short-lived because what she found is that, yes, of course, the first time she did a proper true live inside of her Facebook group, she did feel nervous. Of course, pretty much everybody does. Even people who do Facebook lives every single week, week in and week out, still have times that they feel nervous, but they turn up and they do it anyway. And so often it's the anticipation of the thing that's worse than it is, in fact. And actually just pressing that red live button inside of Facebook, that's really Uh, the peak point of discomfort in many cases. So the discomfort is very short-lived. And so it wasn't nearly as bad as she thought it was going to be. In fact, she got some really lovely comments from the people in her group. I watched it back and gave her some feedback, which we'd already done together, obviously inside of the test group ahead of time. And, And the thing is, is every time then she showed up, after that, she got better. And because she had taken that first step and the discomfort was reduced and reduced. And actually, she said the discomfort wasn't nearly as bad as she thought because no surprise there, her worst case scenario never came to pass. It very rarely does. And one thing I said to a client the other day, I'm not sure she was totally convinced, but that even if your worst case scenario came to pass, it would probably make a really funny story that you could share later. (laughs) I'm not sure she really bought that at the time, but this is how I choose to view things in life. And so for this particular client we're talking about here, everyone got easier. She relaxed, she started to enjoy them. And guess what? As she started to enjoy the Facebook lives, she became increasingly magnetic to her ideal clients. People started to reach out to her, start to inquire about working with her, started to join her membership site more easily. And video is such a great tool for building connections. So we knew that this was going to be one of the amazing benefits, but it didn't just stop there. So now Facebook Lives are an integral part of her marketing strategy and they convert amazingly for her. So whether that's to email subscribers or group members or to paid customers. But that wasn't all you see, because she's since then, as a result of doing these Facebook Lives, been offered all kinds of extra opportunities. So speaking engagements, paid speaking engagements, I might add, opportunities to mentor people, opportunities to go and be an expert inside of other people's groups and in front of other people's audiences. 
So that was amazing. Those were all of those dividends that I was talking about, about when you get out of your comfort zone. And now I, I've said to her actually, in fact, recently, do you remember when you felt really afraid of doing just even one Facebook Live of just the thought of pressing that button filled you with dread. And now look at you. You just do them all the time. You actually love doing them. You thrive on doing them. And your business is thriving all the more as a result. She's like, I know, it's amazing. And the point is, is when we look back, we can see all of those long-term benefits panning out because she took the smart long-term choice, not based on fear, but based on what's going to serve her and her business. And she decided not to stay in her comfort zone and not to choose the short-term comfort. Because when we are staying inside our comfort zone, that's what we're doing. We're choosing short-term comfort over a long-term gain. And that's the thing that we so often lose sight of. We think, oh, well, I just feel better not doing that. But we don't think about in that moment what we're giving up potentially by not feeling the fear and doing the thing anyway. So let's just really quickly review that against those three truths. So the three truths are that number one, your soul knows what you need to be doing and it's often outside of your comfort zone and that's the reason that you're stuck. (laughs) Number two is that the discomfort is often super short-lived. Sometimes it's just hitting send on an email or just picking up your phone and dialing a number. Whatever the thing is, it's often really fleeting. And number three is that when you actually do it and you push outside of that comfort zone, there are way more benefits that end up panning out that you probably wouldn't have even known and foreseen. So often you're going outside of your comfort zone because you can see this one particular advantage or one particular outcome. But in my experience, almost all of the time, there are a myriad other things that also show up as a result of you doing that one thing that you wouldn't have had access to otherwise. It's like a gateway to an amazing abundance of opportunities and fortuitous circumstances. It's a really incredible thing. So can you see how that was true for that particular client? And not only do you get those direct business-related kind of outcomes and results, but as a person, you get to grow. And when we are growing, we are thriving. I very much believe that. And when we are not growing, we are not pushing ourselves in any way, then we are stagnating and it isn't fun. We aren't thriving. So just to illustrate this further, it's not just that I support my clients, of course, in getting outside of their comfort zones. I'm always challenging myself to do the same too. Because like I talked about on the Something I'm Afraid to Tell You episode, to me, the whole point of having a business, of having big scary goals is to grow. So growth is everything for me. You already know this. So I'm always examining where my comfort zone ends and what's beyond it and what I can be doing to push myself. Now, one thing I do want to just quickly interject here is that when I talk about pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zones or striving or growing, I am definitely not talking about hustle or grinding or working harder. Ew. That should go without saying, but just in case you're new around here, I'm allergic to those things. (laughs) Okay, we got that out of the way. So here are some ways, I thought you might be interested to know, here are some ways that I've actually had to get outside of my comfort zone in no particular order. Um, And when I have, great things have happened. So I had to get really good at selling and converting. So that is something that can definitely feel outside of your comfort zone, especially when you face, for example, people's money objections and you need to handle them and not just run away. (laughs) 
Um, another thing is um, that I've had to uh, work on my money mindset. Now, that is outside of many people's comfort zones. Now, for me today, because it's such a uh, integral part of what I'm doing, it's just part of my routine, I'm very much used to that. It's well within my comfort zone. But make no mistake, when I started doing money mindset work in particular, it felt very provoking, very triggering, and definitely outside of my comfort zone. I even remember getting a headache once because I was thinking about what I could want financially, and my brain was just like, no, don't go there. Um, so that definitely was outside of my comfort zone. And actually doing daily mindset work in general at first, building that habit, that success habit, which it 100% is, by the way, that was uncomfortable because I was giving myself all the reasons why I couldn't find the time, couldn't do that, shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I had to, you know, start doing things a little bit differently in the morning. I had to force myself to pick up my journal and my pen instead of pick up my phone. Breaking habits can feel uncomfortable because our brain craves that familiarity. It loves patterns. It loves to re rinse and repeat. So that was uncomfortable at first until the point at which it became a habit. And then guess what? Now it's inside of my expanding comfort zone. Other things have been uncomfortable include uh, public speaking. That's something that is not supernatural to supernatural. You know, it doesn't come extra naturally to people. And so it can be intimidating to get on a stage and speak in front of people. So the first time I did a public speaking gig for as, as a business owner was definitely outside of my comfort zone, but I knew it was going to be such a great opportunity to get in front of that audience, to build a connection with the other speakers at that particular event. And I was so glad that I did it investing in myself. So when I invested in my coach before I was making any money in my business when I had already spent money on a significant chunk of money on a social media management qualification, a group coaching program, a website, various other bits and bobs. And not to mention we were in the middle of major structural renovations on our house and talking like steel joists and the works. Spending money on my coach at that point felt very much outside of my comfort zone. It felt really uncomfortable and really quite scary. Uh, but I knew that that was the fear talking. And I knew and I really believed to be true at that point, And of course, it's panned out to be true, that that investment was going to be the key to me shortcutting my path to success. I knew that Enduring the short-term discomfort of spending out on a coach when I wasn't actually making any money would be the quickest path to me making really good money really consistently. So I had that long-term view and vision and I didn't let my fear govern that choice. Um, investing in my team. So um, it's, it's much easier for me now because now I love my team and I'm all about my team. But when I first took on Carly, my first VA, I put that off for a while because it felt uncomfortable because I thought, gosh, now I'm going to have to commit to paying somebody's invoice every month to have them working for me. That's like a little bit uncomfortable because it's not just me anymore. You know, I've got to worry about somebody else too. So that was definitely a stretch and outside of my comfort zone. But again, that, as I've talked about before on the show, that move enabled me to very quickly 
scale my business and, and actually grow because I increased my number of coaching spaces and I filled those coaching spaces by within the first week of Carly working with me. So it paid back many fold just in that one way. I mean, it has paid me back in many, many, many fold because she's amazing. Love you, Carly. Um, but it paid me back it, like almost immediately getting out of my comfort zone in that way. Um, and Facebook Lives for me, the same as my client, the first ones that I did, I felt uncomfortable. Even this podcast, even though, it might surprise you to know, that even though I spent a year of doing Facebook Lives and lots of people think fa- uh, live video as more um, intimidating perhaps than just audio, but I still felt uncomfortable <laughs> about the first time I was hitting record here. It definitely was not within my comfort zone. Podcasting was a new ball game. So the point is, I have repeatedly had to push myself outside of my comfort zone, and I bet you have too. But always, wherever we are now, you and I, there is always the next level that we want to go to. And the next level involves getting outside of our comfort zone. But if you can remember those three truths, then it's going to really help you. And so for me, I mean, I had massive dividends from all of those things. So now looking back, I can see how many amazing things are now true for me because I got outside of my comfort zone, like the financial growth I've experienced, the personal growth, the sense of satisfaction and joy I get from what I do, Um, building self-trust with myself. Because when you trust yourself to go outside of your comfort zone and tell yourself that it's going to be okay and you're not going to make it mean too much if it doesn't go to plan, that's a really great um, exercise for building self-trust because you're showing up for yourself. It also builds confidence because taking action is the thing that builds confidence. No amount of mindset work, unfortunately, will actually get you confident. <laughs> That's the one thing that is is harder to access via mindset. You can definitely do some work to bolster it and support it, for sure. But actually, taking action is the thing that breeds confidence. And all manner of opportunities and doors have opened to me just as a result of that list of some of the ways that I've got outside of my comfort zone. So knowing that now I use that that list of different amazing outcomes that have been bestowed on me, gifted to me as a result of getting outside my comfort zone, I use that list as my motivation to keep pushing outside of my comfort zone. So as you do it, you can be gathering your own evidence, your own list of wins that have come to you as a result of doing things that felt a bit uncomfortable. So I like to think of your comfort zone a little bit like a really comfortable lounge or living room, depending where you are in the world. So it's this really comfortable place with big screen TV and Netflix is playing and there's a big squashy sofa. But you're kind of bored. You've been watching Netflix for a while. Nothing is particularly grabbing your attention. You may be a little bit hungry too. And you're kind of feeling a little bit lethargic because you've been flopped around on this big squashy sofa for so long. So this is you in your comfort zone. And in the corner of the room is a door. (laughs) And maybe the door is black and red, or maybe it says warning, do not enter on it. Maybe the handle to the door is really hot. Maybe you know if you open the door, there's going to be a really loud ear piercing alarm that's going to go off and be really hideous. Maybe some kind of unpleasant something is going to spray at you as soon as you open the door. The point is, going through that door is going to be uncomfortable, right? But outside of it, 
well. There's this beautiful room which is bigger and fresher and brighter. Maybe there's a pool. Maybe there's big comfortable beds for restorative sleep. Maybe there's a pot of gold. Basically all the things are in that room. But if you stay on the squishy sofa watching the Netflix, you're never going to know what's beyond that slightly scary looking door. And also, if you zoom out in this scenario, what you'll see is in that bigger, brighter room, off of that is another door that leads to something even better, and so on and so on, ad infinium. So you can stay in your comfy comfort zone, like a comfortable lounge, or you can get off the sofa and go through the red door. Do you want the short-term comfort of staying on the squishy sofa? Or do you want the short-term discomfort that leads to that long-term gain, the access to that new room? So I want to give you some actionable tips because, you know, I like to talk to you about these things, but I want you to have something that you can actually go and do. So let's get you outside of your comfort zone, growing and embracing all of the bounty that awaits for you on the other side of that red door, shall we? So number one, have a think about where you are now, where you want to be, like what you're striving for, what's the next level for you, what's the the next step even in that next level for you, what is it you're aiming for, and what is your thing? You know, your soul knows, there's an instinct in there that's telling you that, oh, going to that next level is going to mean I have to do this thing, and this thing is scary. What's the thing? Your soul already knows it. Write it down. <laughs> then number two is write down what are your reasons not to. So write them all down. Now I'm using reasons and air quotes because let's be honest, they're excuses based on fear. <laughs> Sorry, just going to call you out on that. Um, but what are your reasons not to? Just get them all down. Even if they feel silly, don't censor it. Write them all down. Number three, what would be the best possible outcome? So we've just looked at like, what are the fears? What's the resistance? What are the worst possible outcomes? But now, what would be the best possible scenario? What could be the amazing, wonderful things that could happen as a result of doing that thing that your soul knows you should be doing? Write those down. And then number four, recognize that you have a choice. You get to decide. You get to decide based on fear or you get to do, acknowledge that fear and go ahead and make a decision that supports you and supports your business, serves you and serves your business. Which will it be? And that's that's up to you. That's between you, yourself and you. That didn't really work, did it? You know, me, myself and I. You know what I'm trying to say. But that's between you and your business. Only you get to decide. But acknowledge that decision. Acknowledge that you are making that decision and that you're deciding to take action or you're deciding not to take action. You're deciding long-term gain or you're deciding short-term comfort. Just be real with yourself about that decision and own it, even if it isn't getting outside your comfort zone. I'm not sure I'm going to advocate for that. But you know, own your decisions, make them with intention and own them. And then number five is get some support. So I'm assuming you're going to decide to get outside of your comfort zone because why wouldn't you? You know the things that you're wanting, the results you're hoping to achieve, lay outside of there. And like I've said, it's probably only going to be a really short amount of discomfort if any, sometimes there's actually no discomfort. It's more the discomfort lies in thinking about the thing than actually doing the thing. So let's assume you've decided you're going for it. Get some support, whether that is a success coach like yours truly hit, whether that is some kind of other business mentor or an accountability partner. 
whatever you need to do. Maybe the support for you is actually really working on your mindset to get over those fears. Like I mentioned, I've got a template that can help you with that. The guided manifestation meditation template, you get to decide what beliefs you want to reprogram your mind to believe, what supporting and empowering beliefs would serve you in this instance. You slot them into the template, you record it, you listen to it and off you go. Happy days. Your subconscious is being reprogrammed. How cool is that, by the way? (laughs) So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop if that interests you. But get some support with what you're doing because it can be so much easier getting outside of your comfort zone if you have some support there. Somebody championing you, somebody rooting for you, somebody keeping you accountable for that. So it is time for today's dash of woo. (laughs) I promise to always sing it to you from now on. You're welcome. Um, Okay, so for today's dash of woo, I want you to think about the thing, the thing that you know you should be doing, whatever that thing is. And I want you to visualize it. I want you to visualize it going really well. Like, ridiculously well. I want you to really feel into that. What would happen? What would happen after that? How would you feel? What would you tell your partner or your kids? What would you post on Facebook about it? What would you come and tell me? Because you've got to tell me when these things go right. You know I love to celebrate with you. How would you celebrate? Have a think about how it could go really well and get some really specific scenes and details in your mind and start visualizing that. What you're doing there is you're rehearsing for success and you're helping yourself to get over the fear of getting outside of your comfort zone because your brain is coming up with an alternative suggestion. Because the thing is, the reason it's outside of your comfort zone is because your brain is telling you that something bad will happen if you go and do that thing. But if you start telling your brain that something good is going to happen, then guess what? Your brain's going to get on board with that. The fear is going to dissipate or at least lose charge. And also you are practicing and rehearsing that success. And this is what I do in all manner of instances. But some particular ways that I can tell you is anytime I am going to be doing some public speaking, um, I always do this. So I used to use this same technique when I did presentations in the corporate space or when I did interviews and just FYI, this works. How do I know it works? I used to use this always for interviews and I have an unbroken interview record. I'm just saying, just toot my own horn there. I've never been for an interview and not been offered the role. True story. And I put that down to the fact that I was, before I even knew that manifesting was a thing, I was manifesting that outcome because I always believed I was good in interviews. I always believed I brought my A game in interviews. And why is that? Was because I was always rehearsing that success in my head. So I would be doing things like imagining the interviewers just laughing at something that I said and shaking my hand and smiling really enthusiastically as I left the room. I would imagine walking out of there and feeling on cloud nine. So you and I don't have to interview anymore, lucky devils that we are, because we have our own businesses. Hooray, we've broken free. Um, But have a think about what the thing is that you want to do. So let's go back to that example from my private coaching client of doing Facebook Lives. I got her to do a ton of visualization of hitting that red button, going live, feeling calm, feeling collected, feeling confident, saying what she wanted to say, having some really great engagement finishing that Facebook Live, hitting the button to close it and feeling really pleased with how she had done it, having a flood of great comments come in with people watching the replay and getting all manner of great um, outcomes as a result, like people reaching out to me and saying, hey, I really connected with you and your story on that Facebook Live or hey, I really loved the way you mentioned this particular thing. 
I got her to really feel into how it would feel for a Facebook Live to go really well and to repeat that in her brain again and again, rehearse that success. So that's what I would love you to do. Think about whatever the thing is that you've been putting off because it's outside of your comfort zone and start rehearsing that success with that visualization. Now, this might be too much information for you, but one place that I like to do this best is in the shower. Don't ask me why, but when I'm soaping up my hair, (laughs) soaping, shampooing up my hair, I find I just close my eyes and visualize whatever the thing is that I am rehearsing for success in that area. And it works like a charm. So try it and then get out of that comfort zone, mama. Okay, so I hope you have enjoyed listening to today's show. If you want to find out any more about the things we've talked about, so I'll drop links for, let me see, what have we talked about today? For that template, I'll drop links for discovery call bookings. I will drop links for that other podcast episode about the something I'm afraid to tell you episode in case you haven't listened to that one. I'll put them all in the show notes, which you can find at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash comfort zone. And before I go, one last thing is that, like I said, don't forget that I am still accepting discovery call bookings. So if you are ready to increase your income without increasing your hours, if you want to hit those 10k, 20k months plus, and you want to do it without feeling overwhelmed, without sacrificing time with your family, then we should totally chat. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. Find out more about how I work with my private coaching clients. And if you think it sounds marvelous, then we should get on a call and talk about working together to see if we think we're a good fit. So go do that at corriejavid.com forward slash work with me and in there you'll see one-to-one coaching and on that page you'll find the discovery call button thank you so much for listening my lovely i will see you next time thank you for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.